but I thought we ought to start, start with the, a bit of background, how the, how the site came about. Um, it was by accident, to be honest, um, two years ago to the day. Um, I was working, well I was trying to do work for a client, I work as a copywriter, um, and one of my clients was a stationery company, a stationery retailer. So I decided to look to, to write an article about uh, the famous letters um, within half an hour of looking for these letters. I had dozens um, in my possession, well digitally anyway. Um, and I, I realised that I could, I could do them more justice by dedicating a whole website to them rather than just an article. Um, so did a different article for the client. <laughs> Brilliant of course. Um, kept the letters for myself and, and started the website within, within a couple of weeks. It was, um, it was already quite popular um, and I've, I've not looked back since. And how does it work? Do you get lots of people um, sending you in suggestions? Uh, more and more um, as time goes on. At the beginning it was purely down to me um, scouring the internet, um, scouring archives, museums, um, biographies, a great place to find letters. Um, but as time's gone on I've had more and more submissions from people, um, letters I, I wouldn't have found otherwise, um, which is brilliant, it saves me time and um, it brings a bit of you know, contributions from, <coughs> from readers which I think is a, a great thing. There are almost, what, 600 letters on the site now? Uh, at this very minute, 590. Um, so I do one each weekday. Um, at the start, I did four or five per day. But at the minute, it's, it's one per weekday. So it's going strong. I mean, there's, there's thousands left, obviously. There are thousands, millions. So let's talk about what makes letters so appealing. Um, I think uh, letters are a snapshot of history um, that you wouldn't be able to find um, any other way, to be honest. It's, uh, it's catching people often. Um, at an unguarded moment, um, when they're not expecting to be <laughs> expecting to be spied on, uh, in a sense. Um, so it's a great way to, to, to have a look at someone's character um, when they're completely relaxed. Um, and it, that's one of the great things because it's it's some of them are you know there are amazing, uh, incredibly moving letters like uh, talking about moments in history. This is a letter from from Virginia Woolf to mm -hmm. her, her husband Leonard, yeah. just before. Um, not long before she committed suicide. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost unbearably moving how mm -hmm. full of love and sadness that letter is. Um, to kind of much more jokey stuff. Um, I, I love that, particularly love this Disney one about the poor girl who's applied to work in the inking department and she's told, women do not do any of the creative work in connection with preparing the cartoons for the screen as that work is performed entirely by young men. <laughs> <laughs> Which was completely acceptable at the time. So it's, it's a great way to, to look at historical kind of... Um, so it's uh, kind of moments in people's lives, mm -hmm. moments in history, as you say. Mm -hmm. There's quite a lot of historical stuff on the site. Yeah. Um, there's fan letters, aren't there? There's one uh, brilliant one I saw, a fan letter from, from Stanley Kubrick to uh, Ingmar Bergman, the great film, Swedish mm -hmm. film director. Mm -hmm. What is it that you think makes a letter preferable to an email? Um, there's something uh, there's something about seeing or even even down to the the, the paper itself seeing the, the texture of the paper um, there's nothing better than seeing someone's handwriting um, if you, you, you might be a fan of a celebrity but you've never actually seen their handwriting so it's a it's a yeah, way it's to that see great Iggy pop letter where oh, he, it's a beautiful letter yeah, yeah, where, he's, he, yeah, where he's writing to a 21 year old girl and it's just written on a this is written on a piece torn out of a note paper and it's got mm. like sums and, and, and phone number mm -hmm. on the bottom of it 
but it's a, it's a, it's it's just uh, it's great, isn't it? It's sort of mad, punctu- mad uh, yeah. yeah, mad punctuation. And Absolutely, and the content of that letter itself is amazing as well. Yeah. Um, he's giving advice to a fan who's had a bit of a hard time, um, and it's just beautifully eloquent. Um, you know, he goes. I love it. He said, "I was very miserable when he when he was twenty first, but uh, people booed me on the stage. I was staying in someone else's house." Um, and I was scared. It's 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 very. I mean, I suppose it is that direct emotional thing in letters mm-hmm. that you get. I mean, you've got particular favourites that you, um, that you or ones that are particularly popular on the site. Obviously, that uh, one of my favourites on the site and, and one of the most popular ones as well um, is this letter from uh, John Chris Valuski. I think that's how you pronounce it. The uh, the guy who created Ren and Stimpy uh, in the nineties, the cartoon. Uh, one of his fans called Amir. Um, He's, I think he's about 16 years old, wrote him a letter and asked him for some advice about animation. Um, and John took the time out to write this lovely letter, I think it's nine, ten pages long, um, complete with illustrations, this handwritten letter, giving him all sorts of um, really personal advice, um, really it's friendly. about how to draw and stuff, yeah. It's yeah, great. it's brilliant, brilliant. Learn how to draw hands uh, so they look solid. Mm-hmm. This, not this, it's great, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, but fan letters to, in general, um, letters from celebrities to fans, they, they tend to do really well on the site. So Sean, given that the website has been such a huge success, mm-hmm. why bother doing a book? Isn't that sort of kind of going backwards? I think it's the, the perfect thing to put in a book, to be honest. Um, it would be great just to be able to leaf through these letters um, rather than looking at them on the screen, which is great anyway, but... I think physically having one in your hand, even if it is a reproduction, would be, would be perfect. In terms of added value, there'll be um, some letters on there that haven't been on the website. Um, what I'm hoping to do, um, if time permits, and if I can get the, the response that I'm, I'm hoping for, is to speak to some of the people involved with the letters themselves, whether they be the recipient, the sender, or maybe someone related to, to either of those, um, just to get their opinion. Um, on the letters, maybe include that in the book. So uh, like a mini interview of sorts. Um, so there's there's plenty, there's plenty of added value. And it'll be presumably like a coffee table book beautifully made. And... A coffee table book, yeah. Um, beautiful quality. Um, and it will have, hopefully, um, on one page, it'll be a double page spread for each letter. Um, picture of the letter on one side, transcript and context uh, on the other side. As, as with the website, keep it simple. No gimmicks, um, and just let the letters speak for themselves. I mean, these letters cover everything, don't they? There's the, mm-hmm. the there's, there's love letters. There there are suicide notes. There are kind of commercial letters. There are there are there's the people shouting at one another in print. I mean, there's how how, how will the book be organised? Will it will it be themed? That was my thought to begin with. I thought maybe um, do a book just dedicated to love letters or dedicated to rejection letters. Um, but then I quickly realised that one of the um, one of the attractions, one of the appeals to the website is the fact that it's you don't know what you're going to get each day. Um, and a lot of readers love the fact that it's a kind of pick and mix. Um, and it means that the book will contain something for everyone. Um, so it's just going to be a complete mixture. The crazy letterheads that people have, I really mm. love. This is Ray Bradbury mm-hmm. writing to a to a fan again, giving amazing advice. You know, what did I learn to be myself and only myself, and never let others' prejudice interfere with my life? Kids, do the same. Be your own self. Love what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, I mean, I suppose as well as that, there's there's also there's some fantastic rants on the site, aren't there? There's some. 
brilliantly rude letters. Incredibly rude. Uh, in particular, this one. I won't. I'm not going to quote it because um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put people off. Oh, um, that's Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson, um, who was trying to get his um, his film, uh, The Rum Diary, made. Um, I think this was early 2000s, 2001. He was having problems with the production company that were that were tasked with making this film. Uh, in fact, the film's coming out very soon now. Um, so this is quite topical, actually. Um, but the pr production company at the time, who was dealing with the, with the film, were dragging their heels a little. Um, so he's just completely lost his rag, which he was quite he did quite regularly. Um, it seems, from other letters I've seen. So he wrote this, he faxed this letter to the uh, to the production assistant at the production company and just completely laid into her. And it's, and I, it's I, hilarious. I think it's the first line we, I think we just about to give is, it's, it's, <laughs> it starts, okay, you lazy bitch. And, and mm -hmm. that's that's about as... It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. That's a classic. I mean, that, that's and I love, you see, again, this is what you get with, with letters and faxes. I love the fact that you've got underneath there, you've got the, uh, you know, Johnny, he's copying in Depp, Benicio, which would be Benicio del Toro, mm -hmm. uh, M. Thomas, Nick Nolte for Nick Nolte, and and, and Shapiro as well. Mm -hmm. It's like it's it's so obviously written in a in a kind of rage. Mm. He's uh, a favourite. I've got quite quite a few letters from Hunter Thompson. Do you think there's a sort of nostalgia here in a way that collecting these letters together like this is happening now? Because frankly, we're not going to be able to do that for for for, for letters that are being written now because they're not being written. Definitely. I don't think uh, a book called Emails of Note would, uh, would really have quite, <laughs> quite the appeal. I think one of the, the strengths of this, this potential book um, is the fact that you can see the letters. I think if it was just the text of the letters written down, it wouldn't be half as appealing. Um, and definitely, I mean, le letter writing is a dying art, so um, before it does die out, I think this is the perfect opportunity to, to collate all these letters. Farewell. At least some of them. A farewell uh, of sorts, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So this was given to employees um, in this particular region of China in the 9th century. Um, and it was just one of many template letters given out by this agency. And it was to be used um, in, um, on mornings when employees had a hangover. So oh, great. So it's, it's like it's sending in a note to your boss saying, I'm sorry, I'm not at work today. Basically, it's a sick note, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, which, which was used by all employees, um, which is just incredible considering how old it is as well. Well, that's another thing about letters, isn't it? Is that those those kind of occasions that people write like sick notes and, mm -hmm. and, and, and love letters mm -hmm. and, uh, 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 and kind of, you know, uh, postcards, wish you were here, that they're all that through history sort of make, they kind of collapse history in a funny kind of way, because you realise even in the ninth century there was, a, there was a requirement for some written record of these things. Incredible. And I've noticed quite a few of the letters that you, you, you seem to like letters with illustrations in. Um, yeah, um, does it, we've got a category of, um, of letters on the website, just purely illustrated letters. Um, I, I just think it adds so much to a letter. Well, it can do anyway. What about this really cool one here? Uh, this one's from uh, Pete Doctor, who's uh, one of the um, directors at Pixar, uh, Pixar Studios. He wrote back to a fan um, who wrote in to him and said he was a huge fan of his work, um, huge, huge fan of Monsters, Inc., um, the film that came out a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he wrote back with these, this illustrated letter, lovely, um, lovely sentiment. Um, and then these pictures of uh, that he's hand drawn of all the characters from Monsters Inc. It's such a, I mean, as a fan, you know, getting a letter like that's just so. It must be so exciting. Absolutely. Um, and what's this one of a, a band there? This one is from Sid Barrett of oh, Pink no, Floyd. Pink Floyd. Yeah, many years ago. This was before it was. They were even called Pink Floyd. Um, <laughs> and he wrote a letter to his girlfriend of the time, 
um, just explaining their first recording session. So it's quite a historical letter um, in many ways. And a brilliant illustration of them all, of them of all in, in a recording studio yeah. and him explaining what happens in fairly, fairly unexceptional detail. Mm. Which makes it all the more interesting. I guess I should ask you why you chose to do this book through Unbound. It just seems like the perfect fit. Um, as soon as I heard about Unbound um, many months ago, um, I instantly knew that it was something I wanted to look at. Um, I've already got an established audience via the internet, via the website. I've got the million or so hits each month, um, and I'm quite certain that I can transform that into, uh, into an audience for a book. Um, I've spoken to tra traditional publishing houses. Um, none of them really s seemed as passionate about the, the project as, as Unbound. Um, we seem to have the same goals in mind. Um, so I don't see why I shouldn't, to be honest. Another great reason for having a letter of notebook um, is to see the handwriting of some of these, these celebrities um, up close. I don't think the screen does them justice. People like um, Quentin Tarantino, he's got incredible handwriting. Uh, Mark Twain, very elegant. Um, Jane Austen, um, beautiful handwriting. Um, especially in the letter that could possibly be in the book. Um, and also J.R.R. Tolkien, um, who wrote a lovely handwritten written letter to his children, um, pretending to be from Father Christmas. His handwriting and the, the illustrations he's done would just look beautiful um, in a book. So Sean, um, given that you're now, you've become the sort of de facto, the, uh, the keeper of the letters vault um, on, on the internet, um, do you write letters yourself? Handwritten letters or typed letters? The, the last letter I wrote was um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, a complaint letter um, to a company, I won't say who the company was. Prior to that, I think it was about a decade ago, um, I'm awful at writing letters to be honest, I'm all the time. Um, I don't know how some of these people, these prolific letter writers, actually have the time to, to do it. But, well, they didn't have the internet to distract them. Um, one of the favourite letters in the book was by uh, Lieutenant Colonel A.D. Winkle, who um, obviously a genial old buffer, in the uh, sitting in the cavalry club in Piccadilly, who wrote a, uh, a letter to the editor of the Times. Mm -hmm. In the 1940s, I think. Yeah. Um, and he says, um, I've just uh, written you a long letter. Uh, on reading it over, um, I've decided to throw it in the waste paper basket, hoping this meets with your approval. <laughs> I hope you're reading it, so that's a, that's a brilliant letter.